and we are back, ladies and gentlemen. We now return to your regularly scheduled programming with uh, the return of the final save point with me, Mark. Hello, and I'm Ben. Yeah. And we do apologise for being absent for the last few weeks for our loyal audience of about probably, what, five people at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> one, one of whom I know personally anyway, so yeah, he specifically texted me last night saying what happened to the podcast. So yeah. <laughs> He can wait. Yeah, but r- real life has been in the way. If it's who you're thinking it. about, he could just text me and be like, what's up? Yeah, yeah. What you be? What you be playing? Like, yeah, yeah. But he, he needs something to listen to on, on his commute in the morning, I guess. Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So obviously, yeah. Real life is a bit difficult at the moment, as I'm sure you've all been aware. So yeah, yeah. meeting up and recording these is difficult. But we rejiggered somewhat in terms of equipment, yeah. and hopefully, we should be able to keep a bit more of a schedule going forward this year. This year, yeah. maybe not the short term, but this year, yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. Do our best. Well, no, I think I think we'll be all right. I think we'll be all right. Mm. So yeah. So should we jump straight into it? Go, go, go. Yeah. So, yeah. Away. so, obviously, it's been a few weeks since we've been here, so there has been a fair amount of gaming news. I mean, it's the start of the year still, really, so it's not a huge amount of news being dropped. That's obviously when the shows start from, is it late March? Yeah, just everybody's yeah. B, B, B-side games have just yeah. dropped them out in the quiet period. Or games that were yeah, delayed from Christmas because no one wanted to go up against Cyberpunk, even though that's... In hindsight. Yeah, in hindsight, they might have... There were probably a lot of people They might have sold a lot of game. copies from people like return, returning their copies yeah. of Cyberpunk. And these I, mean, other I haven't got back to that. Have you gone back to that? No, I'm waiting for the next-gen version now. I'm waiting until I get me patch. Right. I'm... I'm just waiting till I want to go back and play it. Yeah, yeah. It's um, they're saying it could be the end of the year now for the next gen patch because they've got to piss about on all the weak consoles that they probably should never have released it on anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, we won't dwell on that because everything's been said that could possibly be said about that game. So mm-hmm. let's let's delve in. We've had a few release dates pop up over the last few weeks, and start with one that there is a series that's near to both of us. I think near to both our hearts, yes. or at least was. And, yeah. I'm going to get it just straight yeah. up. And that is the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which is now dropping on May the 14th. Yeah. Mm. I'm not going to pre-order it, though. You're not going to pre-order it? No. Maybe like the day or two it, before. I, I'm not, I've not seen like a limited edition or anything announced, right? I mean, it comes with all of its DLC anyway. I just, I just it would be the most, ridic- <laughs> the most ridiculous thing in the world if they then locked away new DLC of this complete edition behind a pre-order bonus. Well, <laughs> there is some DLC that no one's getting, right? Because they couldn't work it into it. That, yeah, um, it's the Pinnacle Station from Mass Effect 1, played. which apparently they, they broke when they ported it to PlayStation. Mm. So, I don't yeah. think it's one of the meatier ones anyway. I'm not sure if I played reading. either of the expansions for the first game. I think I did one, and I remember it being just a place you go to to shoot people. It didn't I'm really pretty sure that is Pinnacle Station, isn't it? It's oh, literally maybe. just, um, I think it's like an arena mode type thing. Yeah, yeah. it hasn't really stuck. So I don't think it's going to lose a lot from the series. I think it introduced the Batarians, did it? Oh, That's God like knows. the only place in the original game I think you meet the Batarians, who aren't really that relevant after the second game. I think I think they're more relevant to the backstory of the first game. They're like one of the first. <laughs> they were teased in Andromeda. Really? Like, they weren't in Andromeda at all, but yeah. then they were teased mm. like towards the end when they're like, we're going to do another one of these. Yeah, because if I remember rightly, don't the Reap- no. you go to their their star system in the second one and you stop like the Reapers from destroying their Mass Effect relay with an asteroid. Am I remembering it right? You may well be, because I don't really remember it much yeah. at all. Well, you get to, it's not long now, and you'll be able to refresh your memory. I'm looking forward to it. Two and three, uh, I remember quite a lot of, yeah. especially two. I've played it a bunch mm. of times. And you'll be able to redo it in 4K, 60, and HDR. Right. Yeah. Standard now. Yeah. It, well, 
they say that, but it's not going to be 4K if you're playing it on like an original Xbox One or an original PlayStation 4, is it? Because they don't support 4K. The original one, no. But what about the Pro? And the, the Pro and the, yeah, the, the One X should. One oh, it's a shame sure, it's not. Yeah. yeah, it's a shame it hasn't got any additional patching for the next gen consoles. But maybe it's fine. It's like a remake, right? Uh, sorry, a remaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was a remake, I'd want it. Well, I mean, yeah. uh, I've got down here listed some of the um, changes that they've apparently made. Um, so they said, obviously, you've got the yeah. Obviously, it's all been pumped up to 4K 60 HDR with textures uh, like updated to reflect that. Um, they've got uh, now remastered the character models throughout the series. He's obviously, I would imagine things like animation and uh, sort of the yeah level of polygons in them. As long as they don't change the artistic. As long as they don't look entirely different, yeah. I mean, like a the, like the, the PlayStation Five Spider Man, just a completely new face. Yeah, new actor. <laughs> yeah, new face. maybe they'll do that. I don't. Know. I, I haven't heard that they are. So I mean, I'm sure we would have heard about it by now. Uh, yeah, you got a, a now universal character creator that works across the whole series, so that you can actually recreate your shepherd from number one in the I did, I'm sure too let you do that. It let you load your shepherd, but I don't remember it looking exactly the same. No, but that kind of thematically fits. Mine was quite a boring design, I remember from. See, I remember mine was, and I'm <laughs> going to play this new trilogy in the same way yeah. where I played the first game as like some. Yeah, normal face paragon, Mister Good Guy, and then you know, obviously, and then you the get your robot parts, game, and you go all and he weird looks, because yeah, he has like those horrible yeah. things down the side of his face that glow red if you go evil, and I yeah. kind of like the idea that just sort of someone crossed their wires when they rebuilt him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, from what I understand, it's the first game that's seen the most adjustments. So uh, I mean, I was looking through earlier. I mean, they've got an uh, they've got an aim assist now with zoom snap, which. Yeah. I kind of hope you can turn it off. I can't, I can take it or leave it. Yeah. Um, they've rebalanced the weapons, which I don't remember them being unbalanced anyway when I played it. Well, one, one was different, wasn't it? One was like a loot, traditional loot weapon RPG. Yeah, thing. yeah, you didn't like, upgrade. The enemies would just drop different models. Mm. and Yeah. Maybe they've changed. I hope they haven't completely changed that. Um, this is one that I'm kind of worried about, is that the Mako speed and the physics of the Mako have been changed. Now I never played Andromeda, so I don't know if May. I know that had some kind of vehicle, right? Yeah, it's totally different though. Yeah, I don't know if they made it more similar to that, but it is going to be a shame if I can't use the wonky physics to fling the Mako halfway across a map anymore. That was always fun. Like, <laughs> it's okay, yeah. And it was good texture as well because it's an alien planet, right? It's got lower gravity. Not all of them. Some of them might have heavier gravity. Yeah, yeah. which they never really explore. Yeah, that, well, you, to be fair. You, yeah, you wouldn't go. It's to not them. as fun to drive. Why, in, why would you go to them? Yeah, <laughs> it's not as fun to drive in two miles an hour and just yeah. can't get out at all. Like, where are you going all holiday this year? Oh, I thought I'd just go to uh, Yemen. That's right. <laughs> get some training done, mate. Yeah. What, back, in Yemen. Come back like a Saiyan with like two times gravity. I, training. Wait, Yemen? Yeah. Where did you think I said? <laughs> I thought we were talking about places with higher gravity. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just can't imagine it being pleasant to go on holiday to. Oh, no. Yeah. Probably oh, maybe some nice places. Hmm. I don't really know anything about Yemen. Yeah. Or about planets with ultra high gravity, apart from, obviously. I'm an expert. It might rain diamonds, isn't that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, yeah, so you got that. Um, the loading times have apparently been completely cut down. So um, in the Citadel, for example, they're now saying the 50-plus second uh, elevator rides are now being cut down to about 15. 
I don't really mind as long as they take the conversations, conversations and, and move them the elsewhere. Yeah, yeah just have, I'm, I'm sure your party might just have those chats while they're walking around, right? Like in yeah. uh, other Bioware games, like Dragon Age. Or I would rather them yeah. do that than say forcibly put in a loading screen where it doesn't need to be there just because it was there in the old ones. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. if it's a cool loading screen. Yeah, yeah. Just um, load quicker. That's what I'd rather. We used to get the news reports as well, didn't you? If I remember rightly, when you again were they can kind of do that. And sometimes, if I remember rightly, sometimes those new report news reports would lead you to missions. Mate. You'd hear like a news report and it'd pop up and you'd go and explore the area where it was reported like a ship went missing or something and you could find subquests that way. So they can't, they've got to do something like that to keep those quests in the game. But I guess, yeah, we'll see. Um, they have uh, updated the ally and enemy AIs. So again, I don't remember. I bet I bad. won't notice. Yeah, I'm not sure. I guarantee you I won't be able to tell the difference. But yeah, I mean, if... Um, if, if you don't know, is that probably means they've done a good job at Mass Effect AI has never been like brilliant, if I remember right. They're just they're enemies. Just, what, what do you want? They hide. Well, yeah, the it's an RPG, not a tactical shooter. Exactly. Right? Yeah, it's not. You don't Even need... though they tried very hard to make me think it was a shooter by uh, the third one. Oh yeah, obviously the longer they went on, yeah. that's the, well, that, that's what I'm worried about with the first game. Is if they it make too feel, many changes, it that's will, what will happen. Yeah, it won't feel like an RPG anymore. It'll just feel like the third one. And I really think that that loot weapon system will go. In I hope not. Yeah, in favour of the first. Uh, yeah. Sorry, the second and the third game. Mm. I like scrolling through hundreds of so the same. I. Same right. I'm looking for. I don't which, think it's a negative. Yeah. Seeing which one has bigger numbers. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I, I don't. I'm fine because it's fine. I just won't. That's get what. Like, to that's why guns. RPGs are fun. Right, number goes up. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what else have they done? Uh, apparently, there's no longer class-based weapon restrictions. So any class can equip any weapon, but you can only level them up to the highest ranks on certain classes. So yeah. Um, I don't recall. I think I used a pistol for most of the first game. Yeah, so did I. I had an ability. Oh, no, I did use an assault rifle. I played the soldier first game, I think, because mm. there was an ability. Adrenaline, maybe? We could just basically fire with a zero recoil yeah, endlessly yeah, without yeah. reloading. That's another thing. Are they going to have infinite ammo in the first game? Oh, what? Because yeah, it, it didn't have infinite ammo. The second and the third game did. But right? the first one did because it was based thermal clips, right? Yeah. yeah. But you had to have to pick them up off the floor. You would still run out of ammo. I'm trying to remember now. The first one, you would run out. You would have... Was it the, oh, it was the second or third you didn't. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, maybe they've changed that. Well, then the, if the, the second... That they don't run out of ammo makes more sense mm. if it's just thermal clips. Yeah. Uh, well, I imagine maybe that's what they mean by rebalancing weapons. How about bang? Mm. I want infinite ammo. It's easier. Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, yeah, the, they've rebalanced the experience. So apparently you can now hit the cap without having to go to New Game Plus. I seem to remember there was like a skill you could get that would bump oh that might be Paragon and Renegade there was like a, one of the experience you could spend would up the amount of Paragon and Renegade oh. get, but then it would retroactively apply it so I got I remember getting right towards the end of the game and only being like a, a half or two thirds of the way through the Paragon and Renegade thing and then unlocking that skill and it just <laughs> and all that top yeah, so, I mean, is that um, the more auto-save points, apparently, adjusted boss fights, uh, uh, yeah, uh, reduction in mini-games, which I'm not sure what they mean by that, because I don't recall. Uh, I don't remember any mini-games. Do the they door, mean the, the club you go to and you press A to dance? Oh, yeah, um, there was the door-locking door, door locking mini-games, right, like the hacking doors, but they didn't. They weren't really that intrusive. From don't what remember, I remember them at all. It was like a button-matching thing. You'd see, like, uh, it was just like Simon. And then I can probably do without yeah. it. That's yeah, fine. yeah. Um... And yeah, and the UI slash uh, HUD has been updated too. Uh, yeah, probably. I think the first game is clunky to go back to. Yeah, so there's been modernised was their official terminology. Um, Take it or leave it. Yeah. I don't mind as long as I can just play Mass Effect again. That's yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued. I'm not 
chomping at the bit to run out and buy it on day one. I will. But I do, I will pick it up at some point and play through the series. Um, I will just because I almost been played it recently on my PC, but then I I actually myself. did start a new game with the first one uh, like a couple of years ago. Um, and yeah, it's, it still holds up, I thought, playing it on the Xbox uh, One at the time, where obviously it was uh, enhanced a little bit. And then the final point I've got here, just in capital letters with an exclamation mark, is bums. Because uh, <laughs> obviously that's the big conversation about the game is that, yeah, there's... Not from there. me. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> and again, what, what are I you, said earlier... I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Look, yeah, and it, is, it, Will it let me control the camera with the right stick? Then I can see it whenever I want, can't yeah. I? Uh, this is uh, the, 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 the biggest change they've <laughs> made is that some camera angles in the game have uh, been adjusted to be slightly less uh, seedy, shall we say. Yeah. Less male gazy, I think is the term, if you're progressive. Um, which, uh, yeah, again, I'm not really that fast. I mean, who cares? There's, there's still going to have plenty of scenes where you get you get your end away of aliens. So, yeah. you know, as long as they're still in there, get, yep. get to see some blue alien boobies. I just, <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. really doesn't. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm not that fast. And another thing, like I said earlier, I wouldn't really have even noticed mm, if yeah, you hadn't have pointed yeah. it out. So. Uh, and yeah, and obviously we've already mentioned the Pinnacle Station, so that's that's one game. So a couple of months we've got until uh, that comes out. I'll get it. Yeah. And then the next release date that's been dropped is for Ratchet and Clank Rift yeah, I'll, Apart. I'll get it as well. <laughs> yeah, I which think. is now coming on the fifteenth of June, mm. which is uh, surprisingly deep into summer for a AAA release, but maybe been slowed down. Yeah. Recent stuff. Yeah. I'll get um, it for sure. Another one. I'll definitely mm. get. Yeah, um, it's, that's a game that I am actually eyeing up a PS5 for, if I'm honest. It might, yeah, I'm not sure whether I'll actually be able to get a PS5. But, you need yeah. to step into that ring of trying to secure a PS5. I'm not going to put that much effort in. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna go to Amazon and click the button that says alert me when this product is available and then that's what, that's going to be the end of the matter. Like, <laughs> and, uh, if I'm lucky, that'll be before Ratchet and Clank comes out. Yeah, yeah you got you got time yeah you got some serious time yeah. I loved the last Ratchet and Clank so. yeah no I did as well I, it's not a series that I had a lot of play said, back in the day same yeah. I, said I never really played day. the PS2 era once I missed the yeah. original hype wave of it mm. I kind of jumped on with the remaster which yeah. was so good although I did remember this from when I used to work in game station you see the games come in why do Ratchet and Clank games not have double entendre names anymore you know why. do you remember the old names yeah like, going go commando up your arsenal <laughs> <laughs> yeah. quest for booty Size matters. Full frontal assault. Like, yeah. Well, right. You know why. Yeah, I know. You know why. why. Yeah, I know why. We all know why. (laughs) Because it's going to make someone cry. (laughs) So we can't do it. Um, But yeah, so it's (laughs) nice to have that released. And it's interesting to point out that the two, the first two big exclusive sort of releases for the PS5 have both been Insomniac games. Like first party. True. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, so obviously you've got um, Marvel and Rally. Something right. Well, and this is the interesting thing, because Sony only paid $229 million for Insomniac last year, which they'd held out for ages to sell the company. And Sony bought them up for $229 million. But I kind of feel like they'd just held out a little bit longer. With the amount of money that's been splashed around for companies and stuff now, they could have probably made a lot more money. I mean, Microsoft paid $7.5 billion. With for, hindsight, for Bethesda, maybe, well, yeah. maybe when they bought them, they you know mm. decent decent size, not yeah. not Bethesda clout. Yeah. Well, EA paid one point two billion for Codemasters recently, mm. and that's yeah. I mean, all they make is racing games. So. Again, I, I won't pre-order it. I've not seen it again. I've not seen any big pre-order bonuses or anything. I think I think after Cyberpunk, I think companies are going to be very wary of uh, pushing the pre-orders. 
in an people, eighty. People, that's a thing now. What pre-ordering? Yeah, yeah. Pe- people pre-order now. It's I don't understand why people pre-order digital copies. No. Yeah. It's like I was like, oh, no so, I can, like, so I can preload. I'm like, yeah, but the reviews usually come out a couple of days before the game, so you could still buy it and preload it between the reviews coming out and the actual game launching. I'm guilty. Unless you've got like 56k dial-up or something. I'm guilty a few times of paying far too much money for a digital game out of laziness. <laughs> like, I'll just turn it on and be like, oh, go on then, 60, yeah. 70 quid, whatever. But I'll never pre-order it. Mm. It's a way I, 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 I'm still not willing to pay that much for a digital title. Uh, I mean, I guess that's my console gaming route still shining through. But no, I'm not I'm not paying 70 quid for a just code. I have moments, if I'm paying 70 quid, If I'm paying 70 quid for saying, I want the ability to sell it. <laughs> yeah. True. So yeah, so that's another another release date coming. So that's another game to look forward to this year. Uh, and then uh, the last one that has actually got a release date rather than just an announcement I've got down here is Resident Evil 8 slash Village, which is now due for May the 7th. Now you're a bigger fan of the Resident Evil series than I am. So yeah, you, well, you, you would have thought I'd probably played the demo by now. You haven't? Nope. No, I've watched some play it on YouTube. I will, yeah. I will at some point. It looks nice. Yeah. It does look nice from yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't really have an awful lot of points about this. Obviously, the demo's out, um, so I guess yeah, everyone. I'll probably like it. It's the same sort of. It looks to be very similar to seven, yeah. Yeah, and obviously, it's got a big boob vampire lady, which everyone's going on about for some reason. Yeah, don't know who everyone's so obsessed with that Capcom had to come out and give her official height, right? Oh, they didn't have to. Well, yeah, I mean, apparently she's like nine and a half foot tall or something. Oh, that like like they had to. Like someone didn't play the game with a some sort of measuring thing and like worked <laughs> it out. <laughs> Do you reckon that, that would have been the digital foundry for um, like Resident Evil 8 if they had a coherent <laughs> John Linneman like measuring the height mm. of this woman in pixels and like extrapolating. I guarantee you in the first, I reckon, fifth quarter of the game, something will happen and she'll look like a big monster. Well, someone was saying it's like it's. Uh, I really hope for like the writers and programmers at Capcom's sake, she wasn't like the first act boss that you kill because now they're going to have to scramble to rebalance the game because of how popular she is. <laughs> but um, that's normally kind of what Resident Evil does. They have a thing for a bit, and then it's another thing for a bit. Yeah, and well, maybe that is, the it seems like to be honest with you, the amount of times I see that in JRPGs and stuff, I think that that's a very classic Japanese storytelling trope. The yeah. whole oh. You're fighting this big bad and then you defeat them. It's like, oh no, they weren't the big bad. This is the big bad. Just like, with JRPGs, yeah. the reveal normally comes 50, 60 hours in. And yeah, like, yeah. The oh, worst no. one's Final Fantasy IX, where you beat the final boss and then another guy just pops up. It's like, no, I'm the final boss. It's like, I don't know who you are. You just <laughs> appeared. <It's> like... <laughs> I still think Nino Kuni is one of the worst for me. Oh, I never got far enough in that to experience exactly. the twist. <laughs> the twist. <laughs> right. Not even a twist. It was, oh, now the same thing's happening, only it's someone else. It's a different monstrous demon thing. Yeah. But yeah, so Resi 7. So we got that's three games to look forward to over the next few months. Like, and I've got this one in here. It doesn't have a release date yet or even that much information, but I thought I'd put it in there for your sake. It is Total War Warhammer oh, mate, 3. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get that. <laughs> All I've really got is apparently it's got two new races, the Kislev and the Cafe. Yep. Yeah. Or ca- Kislev Cafe. are a really interesting race when you read up the lore. Okay. They're like the uh, part of uh, the Empire, which is the humanity bit, right, the old right, Warhammer, right. that are like stationed on the edge of the known world, always waiting for the Chaos invasion. Okay. They're like the last bastion. Oh, so Chaos is... Something that exists across both Warhammers, then. Yes. Okay, interesting. They're a faction in um, Warhammer 2. No, okay. I, but yeah, I didn't realise. I thought Chaos was something from 40k. When you get to turn... I have no idea, so I'm not even going to try and quote it. It's in the hundreds. When you get to a certain turn playing Warhammer 2, the Chaos Invasion happens. Oh, okay. And it's like an AI army of like eight stacks, and they'll keep invading again and again until the Archaeon, the big bad of it, turns up. Okay. Like, as a 
the whole map are at risk because of it. It's okay. kind of like um, when you play Total War Attila yeah. and there's the, the Hun invasion happens at a certain turn. Okay. Similar okay. thing. Yeah, I didn't realise that. Um, again, I don't really know any lore about like fantasy Warcraft. Only It's really good. They're really good for learning the lore because the mm. characters are so interesting and well designed that you kind of want to read up about them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've watched them. I don't really. I've not really played much Warhammer in any sense. Uh, I've just watched a lot of videos on 40k on YouTube in the background. So that's, uh... I'm getting towards I think 700 hours now. What in Total War Two? Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So are, are you hyped for Total War 3? Yeah. Would you say how hyped? Yeah, I'm gonna. Ah, oh, I'm hype. I'm hype enough to not between think about... zero to 40k. How hyped are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm hyped enough, right, to not really dwell on the fact that it's going to be a full price release with so much DLC. DLC seems like the go-to model for all 4x games on PC now, right? Yeah, but they Cause... do it, I think, better than others <clears throat> in that you can. Like if they add, a, if they put a date, normally an update will come with new DLC. Mm. You'll get the update and the characters in game, but you just can't play free. as them. You just can't you, play yeah. as them. There's Solaris does similar sort of things where some features will be there, but you can't sort of take advantage of them. I'm not sure, but yeah, that's Solaris has got another expansion coming soon. But you so. could theoretically play as a race again, and there'll be the race that you don't own in the game. If you you're the same race as them and you confederate them, you can then play as that lord. Okay. Lord. Okay. You just can't start a game. You, yeah. You won't have that person's uh, unique mechanics, unique okay. faction mechanics. Okay. No, that's, that's a pretty generous way of doing things, I think. And plus, it's piecemeal. It, it, it's so varied in what race you play that if you know you're like, I don't really like playing as the Tomb Kings, then don't buy the Tomb King deal. So yeah. it's fine. Yeah, I might, I might have to do some reading up there and watch some old YouTube videos on Warhammer. I just get yeah. into it like I do. We do a carp campaign. I'd, I'd say I, I tried it. I've got Warhammer, Total Warhammer too. I just, I did, didn't click with me. But... <sighs> you have to. Pick the right race. Yeah, I, yeah. but I, don't, I mean, it's one of those things. Every time I think, oh, I'll go and sit down and play a 4X game on the PC, I look and then I just end up playing Stellaris again. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's what I always do. I that's, that's what exactly, yeah. Stellaris is my version. Of, and I don't or like or occasionally Civ, Civilization, but I'm not as big on Civ 6 as I was on 5, sir. So. You try yeah. Endless Legend. I think it's on Xbox Game Pass. Endless Legend? Which one's Endless Legend? That's the 4X one. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're, they're both 4X, right? The space one. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. like ground-based 4X. Okay. So it's set in the Endless Universe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Okay. Yeah. I quite liked it. I've played Endless Space and I quite enjoyed them. Oh, you, you, it's the same. The UI is the same and there's a lot of core mechanics that are the same. The like, currency and resources are all the same. Okay. It's good. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Then. Endless Looks Legends. Really nice. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty much all the releases I thought were worth mentioning. There's been, someone's probably going to tell us that there are other games that should be mentioned, but these are the ones Yeah, there are. Think... There's probably like Android games yeah. and handheld games and Switch yeah. games. and. But these are the games that I figured we would be interested in as... Uh, yeah, and at the end of the day, it's our podcast. And if you don't like it, mm. yeah, that's why I don't say. Don't tell that one guy that listens to us to go yeah, yeah. <laughs> What, the one guy that we know personally or the one guy who actually asks us on Twitter? Yeah, that one. Shout yeah. out to that guy because, yeah, it, 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 we do appreciate like people listening and uh, yeah, and the fact that somebody actually listens intently enough to miss us when we weren't yeah. there. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't complain about that. But, yeah, and to, to clarify, I... I will go back and try The Last of Us 2 at some point this year. I will make that promise now because I have got a mere culpa later on in this podcast that I was completely off mark about a game, but we'll get to that. Okay. Mm. So, I mean, in other news, I mean, if you see the uh, Ultimate Edition of Control Omni Shambles continues on. So, you know, there was all the uh, controversy last year that obviously you would only get the next-gen patch if you bought the oh, Ultimate that. Edition yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that comes with a DLC. So, obviously... A lot of people went out and bought the Ultimate Edition because they wanted to be ready for when the next-gen versions come out. So then what happened? 
Sony put Control Ultimate Edition on PS Plus the exact same day as the next gen patch came out, mm. which is a bit of a one in the eye for those people, right? For those people. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I've always said if you buy a game and it goes onto PS Plus or Game Pass, it's luck of the draw, right? Yeah. But it's what it, when you specifically said to those people, you have to buy this version to be able to play the next gen edition. And then the very same day that the next gen edition launches, you make it free for everyone anyway. That is dodgy on 505's part. Bit annoying, yeah. Yeah. I do, 505, I've just, it's a complete omni shambles, mate. Selfishly speaking, it doesn't really affect me. No, it does. It, it does <laughs> affect me either. I mean, I play through the regular <laughs> version on Xbox and I might go back and play the Ultimate Edition to do the DLCs at some point. But I, yeah, it's just. Yeah, I just I just feel five oh five have just handled that game terribly, like since uh, the Ultimate Edition announcement. But I haven't paid. I own Control twice. I haven't paid a penny for it. Yeah, I played it on Game Pass. So I got one copy free with my graphics card, and I got PS Plus next gen for free as well. Mm-hmm. I don't even really like it very much. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was alright. I mean, for the it's I played it over a couple of days. It's okay. It was it's passable yeah. um, light RPG mechanics. Yeah, and the combat was fun. Like once you got all your powers and you can fly around like full proper superhero type. Um, did you see any of the the leaked Goldeneye port? No. the 360. I did read that it was yeah. a thing, though. That was quite I interesting. I mean, it's not really an awful lot to say about it. I just thought it was an interesting little gaming curio that we were robbed of because Nintendo can't play nice. I've just read the best way to play GoldenEye is play the original with an emulator and a mouse and keyboard at high frame rate. Well, these days, it would probably, probably be sick. It'd probably be easier to just uh, emulate the 360 version, right? Yeah, yeah. maybe. No, I'm assuming you can do that. I, yeah. Or just, there's, there must be a way to make it work on your, free, on your 360 anyway, but... Yeah, so it's uh, definitely worth a look if you haven't seen the videos of it, seeing it running at like full speed to uh, update Oh, graphics. did you see the um, little gameplay footage I posted on Twitter? I cannot remember the name of the game, but it was like a fencing game. Oh, sort of Christ. Game. No, I, I did see that, but yeah, I can't remember the name of I've it I've seen either. a couple of articles about that. It looks sick. Yeah, it did look that interesting. It looks really good. Yeah. It looks one of those sword fighting games. It's, it reminds me of Nidhogg, mm. where one well-placed, uh, and you're dead. Yeah, only like, with like re- realistic do graphics. Do you and remember Bushido Blade? Yeah, on the PlayStation One. I've always wanted them to do a sequel to that because now with online play, that could be amazing. Could be, or mm. it could just turn into a Ferona fest. Um, I don't think it was as complicated as Ferona, right? I think the all because it was a bit more balanced. Everyone was just a Bushido with a katana. He didn't have all these different because about Ferona was just that old. Uh, oh, was it Deadliest Warrior show, but in the form of an online game, right? Yeah, it was quite fun. What happens if a samurai fights a Viking? That kind of thing. Uh, they're just skins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the characters could be anything. I think, yeah, yeah, like. true. But I, I, I remember that show. That was great. It's all right. I remember the game. There was a Deadliest Warrior game. There was a Deadliest Warrior game. I forgot about it that. It was yeah. rubbish. I, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not I'm pretty sure there that was, was a Mythbusters game as well. That was back in the dark days of uh, licensed tie-ins. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Probably some American fishing show. Talking about tie-ins and licensed tie-ins, oh, I don't I think... I going to say talking about American fishing shows. No, let's, let's not talk about them. If we're going to talk about a fishing show, let's talk about the uh, Paul Whitehouse and Bob Mortimer one. Or the one that... Um, <laughs> who's Doctor Who? The most recent one, the man, not the woman. Oh, uh, um, what? Um, Capaldi. Capaldi. Peter Capaldi, the one he narrates called Trawlerman. It's great. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen some of that. Yeah. <laughs> right, see there is apparently rumours coming out that a new KOTOR game is in development. I was Republic. Yeah, I think I've read something about that. Which is intriguing, because I would wonder if Disney would even green light a KOTOR game at this point, given that it's not canon anymore, and they've got the High Republic now instead. So it's possible it might be a similar sort of game set within the High Republic. I think maybe they've 
given how well the three Star Wars films have done, just drop their canon, maybe. What, just yeah. lightly, softly, not like hard, not say we don't care about these anymore, just quietly stop paying attention to them and being a slave to that canon. Well, I've always felt that the way Star Trek does it is better, where it's basically if it's on screen, it's canon. If it's in a book or a comic or anything else, it's not canon. You could treat it as canon as you want, but there's nothing stopping us overwriting this. <laughs> I wouldn't pay attention to all this canon rubbish if the films were good. Yeah, yeah. But they're not. <laughs> Well, yeah, the TV, <laughs> but the TV show has been good so yes, far, so true. we'll see. And we'll uh, see. Fall in Order is quite a good story, I think. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Mm. Yeah, we, we'll get into that. <laughs> and yeah, just the one last one is I want to pour one out on the ground for Vicarious Visions, who were merged into Blizzard by Activision the other week. Yeah, that happens a lot. It does, but I just, it's just a shame, because I mean, they're not a company that you think about much as like a AAA dev, but they were, they've been going since 1996. It's like they've had a good run. As a developer, I mean, not how many developers really survive that long in the marketplace. These very days. few, not even them. Yeah, but yeah. So I was looking, looking. Obviously, a lot. Of, they seem to be very much a kind of port and tie-in studio. Um, obviously, a lot of their stuff was port in big Activision franchises to handhelds. They've done a lot of Tony Hawk's handhelds, Guitar Hero handhelds. I don't, did you ever see the Guitar Hero DS games? Yeah, my brother had it with the little clipping bit, yeah, and you yeah. played on the touchscreen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So it's you know, quite quite ingenious. But I didn't realise they did make a few original-esque games. I mean, they did the second Spider-Man game on PlayStation 1, uh, Enter Electro. Okay. Yeah. They did Ultimate Alliance 2. I don't like that game. I don't mind it, but it's not as good as the first well, one. When we go back to... Because I got the two, didn't I? The you first one was great pack. to go back yeah. to, but the second one is not. Yeah, I remember it being not as... Didn't feel as complete as the it's, first one. Didn't yeah, feel. but it also feels like more like a... 3D platform beat them up like there were a dime a dozen back then. Not yeah, good yeah, ones either. Yeah, they, it, yeah, it did. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like a lot did... of tying games fit that bill mm. of like a 3D beat them up. Yeah. Uh, um, and the Skylanders games were them as well, which were quite big for a while. <laughs> Not with us, <laughs> no. but they were. Yeah, like... I didn't even know that it tied into Spyro the Dragon until someone pointed it out. That's to me. because the Spyro in it looks weird. Yeah, yeah, it looked very odd. Crash was in it as well for a bit, I think. Yeah. And then obviously, yeah, they uh, they were acting as support on Destiny for a little while there when Bungie was still under Activision. And but the thing is, I kind of feel like they were hitting a bit of a stride in the last couple of years because we got the they did the Crash trilogy remake, and then they did the Tony Hawk's uh, one and two remake. So they were kind of carving out a little bit of a niche for themselves as almost like uh, Activision's, Activision's equivalent of Bluepoint, mm. who do all of Sony's remake. Uh, yeah, it's a shame because there's probably a few more franchises that in Activision's back catalogue that they could have worked their magic on. Yeah, but the rumour is that they've been put on the on Blizzard's remake department because obviously Blizzard made a massive boo-boo, didn't they, with uh, Warcraft 3. Remastered yeah, yeah. the other Which year. Which no one really talks about anymore. No, no, it's just I'm dead fine. in yeah. everyone's memory. Um, so the rumor is that they've been merging into Blizzard, into sorry, into Blizzard, um, to help Blizzard do a remake of Diablo 2. Yes. Mm. But I kind of feel like with Blizzard, it's like they haven't not got that many games. Once you've remade Diablo 2, what else do you go on to? True. It's like it's Starcraft One, I guess they could remake. But I mean, go over to help the guys push out Diablo 4 finally. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. The, Lost Vikings, I guess, if you want to go really far back. You can make a new Lost... The redo the Lost 2 Lost Vikings games. I only know... All I know about that is there's a game of it in Overwatch. Yeah, well, I mean, Overwatch doesn't need a remake. Like, you know... At least the sequel, though, I feel like. World of Warcraft. Yeah, it's still going. It's... I I don't know. So, yeah, it's a bit of a shame to have lost them. 
but yeah, like I say, this is the way of the AAA industry. Um, one other thing too, talking to the AAA industry, is this thing about Warner Brothers patenting the Nemesis system from the Shadow games. Caused a bit of a stir the other week. Just, yeah, I can see why people are annoyed about it, but I'm, I'm sure there's probably legal ways around that if you do it, but just call it something slightly different. If you don't like it, then hate on the patent office, not the company. They yeah, just yeah, for yeah, it. true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I you mean, apply I, for any patent you want, you just get turned down or accepted. Well, apparently they have been turned down on it a couple of times already, but they had to get very specific like wording. So I could wonder whether, uh, yeah, maybe there's probably ways around it, because I'm sure there's other gaming sort of things that have been patented that people get around by just calling them something different or slightly amending them. But we'll see. We'll see how that pans out. I mean, it's like I say, I, I, I don't develop games, so I'm not going to throw a fit over it, but I can see why people are annoyed. But yeah, I mean, that is most of the news that I kind of thought was worth chatting about in the last few weeks when I was having a look through earlier. Anything you've particularly seen that... No, he feels worthy of discussion. I mean, maybe, but not not that I've stuck yeah. in my brain. Obviously, Sony have said that there's likely to be shortages of PlayStation Fives for the rest of the year. So I don't care about that. I care about my shortage of RTX 3080s. That I well, I think buy. that's the it, isn't it? Obviously, with the combination of COVID <laughs> and just the fact that we've had two next-gen consoles and some state-of-the-art graphics cards all launching within months of one another last year, and crypto mining being such a yeah, and also people stupid yeah. thing. That we've just kind of, yeah, it's the all the microprocessor factories over in China can't keep up with the demands. So. Well, I want one now. There's mm. not a lot of times in my life where I can buy something like that. And I want <laughs> one now. And I can't have it. Well, this is what's said. Apparently, also, uh, they also revealed that apparently the PS5 is being sold at a loss, which I didn't think they would do these days. But I, I'm sure and uh, the PS4 was the same. I'm sure they said well, initially that was I don't think the PS4 was. I think it was pretty common to sell your consoles at a loss up until like the generation before that. PS3 definitely was, and I'm not sure about the 360. But yeah, the PS4... I remember and... reading before some kind of console has been sold at a loss, and if mm. it, it's fine. If it does well enough, yeah. it doesn't really matter. Well, yeah, because the whole idea is that because they're getting licensing fees on every game, like, yeah, you can sell the consoles at a loss and make it back up on game attachment, but... I think these days, unless you're Nintendo, then you're probably going to do pretty well releasing a console because you're either Microsoft or PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, well, Microsoft, it's all about the old, all about Game Pass, driving people onto Game Pass subs these days, right? I mean, could you imagine a world where they released a new PlayStation or Xbox and it didn't sell like gangbusters? I mean, even the Switch, the Nintendo, they've only really had that with the Wii U recently and the GameCube. Yeah, Nintendo seemed to be on and off with each generation, right? Because everyone loved the snares and then... Well, say, everyone know. loves the GameCube and the Wii U as well. I love the Wii U. Yeah. I kind of like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good I game. I like the GameCube as well. Yeah. Not a lot of people did at the time. I remember the GameCube being more popular. The Wii U was, I mean, that only sold something like 11 million for its whole lifespan, didn't it? I might be underestimating that. <laughs> like, but I, it was definitely low, which is why I've, uh, it's a shame I couldn't find my Wii U box when I was uh, looking through all the cupboards the other day because uh, I don't have a complete model anymore. That's what happens well, when like, you name your console stupidly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we say that, but like Microsoft have done all right. They've all their Xbox names. Yeah, I, I don't. The, the only one that makes sense to me is PlayStation mm. and Switch. Yeah, well, it's just numbers, isn't it? Even though the Switch Lite doesn't make much sense. I wonder how many how many years they will go with the PlayStation until they eventually give up on forever. Numbering. It's Japan. What? They'll go forever. We'll, we'll be on PlayStation 12, 15, 20 down the line. No, I reckon they would. I reckon when you get to PlayStation 10, they'll demand that everyone pronounce it PlayStation X. Or, nah. Or PlayStation Cross. They love, that, they love yeah. Cross in Japan, don't they? It'll be that, PlayStation well, that's cross. the official thing for it. It's not the X button. No, it's, it's the, the cross, cross button. button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't like it. <laughs> X. It's X. To the X. X factor. Exhibit. Like, oh, X like going to give it to you. I feel like we've said X enough now that I'm happy with it being Cross. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get our invitation to Xavier's school for gifting mutants any day now. Like, <laughs> 
which doesn't technically exist. I mean, now I think about technically it, that doesn't exist at the moment because they're all living on Krakoa. But I mean, I never really realised, sat and thought about why we don't call it X. It's pretty obvious. What was that? What PlayStation what? don't want it called X because Xbox they want it. Well, it was always called the cross button though, right? Even, was it? Yeah, even on the PlayStation One, it's always added in after. It's always been the cross button on them. Like, my brain, it's always been yeah, on the PlayStation. Eggs. Eggs, the eggs button. The eggs button. Yeah. <laughs> and the bacon button. The X, the equilateral, the circumference, and the... The times button. Yeah. Yeah. The times button. Yeah. Yeah, so there, that's, uh, like I say, all the news that I have listed down. So, so talk about what we have been playing. <laughs> Start on the game we both had a bit of a pop at. Yeah, go uh, for Over the it. last few weeks is uh, The Medium. Which is Bloober Team's new horror game. I don't know what exactly you describe it as because I thought it was survival horror before it came out, and it's not really survival horror. It's more of a I don't know. How would you describe it? A walking simulator. Yeah, just sort of like a kind of horror <laughs> adventure walking simulator type thing. It's a bit more complex than a walking simulator. Tiny bit. It has some. Puzzles. I've actually probably. Have I? No, I haven't. I was going to say I've played Walking Simulator. It's more complicated than that. No, I haven't. Yeah, I, I, it's got my tip, but um, yeah. So it's a new entry, new game by Bloober Team, um, and is available on the series Xbox Series systems and PC at present. I don't know whether it'll ever be going to anything else, but yeah. Which has obviously caused a bit of uh, confusion for some people because some people see exclusive for Xbox and assume it's a big first party game, where it's not. It's, it's double A at best. Probably accurate. Mm. Um, and I didn't mind it. Like, I played through it, you know, for a couple of days, you know, played, took about eight hours or so, and I quite enjoyed it, apart from a incredibly cop-out ending. I don't mind it. It's fine. I don't really like the writing. It feels like something's a little bit off and missing. I think it's probably where it's been written in Polish and then translated to an American, I'd imagine. Uh, I'd have done better with subtitles then. Yeah, that was one of my big things. It's like, if you're going to make a game set in Poland, starring Polish people, let me just put it in Polish and have English subtitles. There's a bit like the, I think it skirts having good ideas with the whole double world thing, like that little girl character. But when they have conversations, I'm just like taken out of it because just strange way that these two people communicate doesn't um, seem that convincing. I don't know. I didn't think they were too much. The problem is someone else said this. Um, I can't remember where I'm nicking it from, but they're saying the problem is because the main character, that Marianne, is supposed to be used to this happening to her. And uh, obviously, you know, has been used to going back and forth between the normal world and the spirit world all of her life. Um, there's not, she doesn't really react to things in the same way as the audience do, like the the actual player. So it's yeah, you feel like she sees something weird, and instead of kind of like you know being shocked or amazed or outraged or whatever by it, she just kind of takes it in her stride. Maybe, yeah. A good comparison is Control. The character from Control is in a sort of similar position, where she's kind of got, and I think they handle it a lot better with the whole internal monologue she does. Sometimes someone will say something, and you'll hear, you'll hear as a player hear her thought before she speaks. Gives it a bit of context. But she's not um, the girl in Control, uh, Jessie, is it? I don't think she's meant to be as used to that kind of thing as. uh, She's got. um, She's had one incident happen to her when she was a kid, right? Yeah, but she doesn't. Um, it's not like obviously the uh, Mary Ann in the medium where she's yeah, where she's like literally been going back and forth between that spirit world and seeing dead people her whole life. Yeah, I think it's a nice distraction. Mm. Yeah, um, I thought like I say I, I quite like the whole uh, the two world dynamic thing. I thought it was quite fun when you were solving puzzles across two worlds and you see them both at the same time. I mean, I know it's you could easily do that with a, like you say a press of a button and jumping back and forth, but I kind of liked seeing both at the same time. 
Yeah and no. Yeah. I think it chugs along to the point of just irritating me when there are two worlds going on. See, that's the difference because obviously you were playing on PC and you've tried to max out the frame rate. So it's no, no. From the start, I was at 30. Okay. All day long, I was hit See, I didn't notice that. I didn't think it chugged that much on the Xbox. When this is what I was saying. It, it said 30 and was held on a steady 30, but it didn't feel like it or look like it. Chugged okay. along... Just yeah, didn't I, I seem very well optimized. I thought it was alright on the the performance on the Xbox. I um, apparently it's got some pretty bad frame pacing from the Digital Foundry, but I really didn't notice it once I was playing. It seemed to hold a pretty stable thirty. Uh, even like the dual world bits didn't seem to tank the frame rate that much. Yeah, mm. it's uh, fine, I think. There were some uh, some of the most interesting bits I thought for that were where you were being chased like through the forest and it was like literally flicking back between the two worlds at real, in real time. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I remember you, that. Yeah, just because like of how impressive it was and how quickly it was changing between asset sets off the heart of the SDD. And obviously that's the kind of thing that we want to see in this generation of gaming is using the next-gen architecture to create a sort of unique experience, which again is something that hopefully we'll see with Ratchet and Clank. Well, the medium looks nice and I want, it to, I want more games to do a fixed... Even though it's not true fixed, it sort of follows you sometimes. But it's I cinematic want, camera angles rather I want more games doing that. Yeah, no, they definitely use the, the fixed slash cinematic camera angles to create a much better sense of atmosphere in some bits. Like some of the bits where you're walking through the forest and that, and instead of just being like following you through the forest, you kind of just see yourself from above. Because I know there were some complaints about it. So I think there's obviously an audience, I don't know whether they're young or whether they're just, I don't know, too inundated by modern games, but really didn't like the idea of fixed camera perspective. But I was sort of saying is that it, the problem is, is that it, it helped you when you can use cinematic camera angles like that, you can use them artistically to kind of help create a sense of um, like claustrophobia or dread or whatever in a horror game. Whereas a game where, yeah, where you can kind of control the camera, you don't get that same sort of feeling. Yeah, as long as they know what they're doing, you play a game where they control the camera for you and it's not done very well it can just be irritating yeah yeah it could it could be a problem i mean we've, we've seen games like that in the past especially on like earlier generations where you didn't have dual sticks as well like, worked pretty well with the medium though yeah but i think they did quite well um and i thought yeah graphically i thought it looked really nice um the, all the assets and the materials etc yeah it looks fine yeah were really well done lighting was nice yeah. It's okay, yeah. Mm. I think it just misses being like you say it's a triple a game and pretty good one it yeah. just misses that like yeah. next gen feeling. Like, I don't know. I, I thought it did. I mean, for one, it was the first first game I played with notable noticeable ray tracing on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, even though, yeah, it's technically that cool as C edit as well. But I mean, did you play it with ray tracing turned up to ultra on yeah. PC? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So obviously, you got more ray tracing than I did. Yeah, it looks nice. The ray yeah. tracing noise is nice. It's one of them games like Control where they put it in where it looks good rather than just. Well, no. If you turn it up to ultra on PC, you get it a lot more across the board. I think on the Xbox it's more kind of like sparingly used, but apparently, yeah, ultra settings on the PC is almost like everything is ray traced. Yeah, this shows shows you how much of a difference it makes. I well, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's, it's one of those things where obviously it just makes stuff look more realistic, right? So if it's done well, you shouldn't notice it. You should just feel more immersed. Mm. Mm. But um, but yeah, I'd, I was like I say quite impressed by it. I would say that I didn't mind writing between characters like you did so much, but I thought that the story was a little bit meandering. It feels like I know I didn't finish it, but I think I'm getting towards the end. From what we discussed, I think you it are feels very like close. it feels like one chapter of a game that should be made up of a multiple chapters with some kind of through line linking them together. You know, yeah, like yeah. Um, the Blackwell games or those Sherlock Holmes games or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. 
feels like, yeah, the first one. But that said, yeah, it kind of threw me for a loop because at first it's a story about you and then it's a story about this other bloke and then it's a story about a little girl getting nonced and then it's a story about, like, you again. It's It was all a bit meandering and unfocused. Yeah. It's like you say, if they had been presented as, like, individual chapters, it might have felt a bit kind of, well, I don't know, more cohesive. Yeah. Yeah, like, and like I say, the ending was just an absolute cop-out. Most, uh, yeah. most horror games are, even the ones I like. Uh, I don't Resident Evil's usually a big kind of I was going to say that Resident Evil 7 had not a great ending I never finished 7 there so. yeah well I won't I can't oh, I don't remember. mind if you do I mean don't even remember mate yeah. don't even remember pretty I mean, sure you do a, a slapdash boss fight and then escape on a boat a lot of the earlier ones had big kind of bombastic endings didn't they I mean, yeah the early ones did Resident Evil 1 you fight the tyrant on the roof right yep. and then the helicopter picks you up Resident Evil 2 you fight it depends Depends on what you've done and who you're playing. Depends on who you're playing yeah, and what yeah. scenario you're doing. But you end up, the, the big, big boss on the final scenario is the big blob monster blob right monster on, the on the train. Yeah. Which is just Birkin, a different version of yeah. Birkin. Resident Evil 3, I can't remember. Nemesis. Did you find Nemesis, Nemesis in that room with the laser? Do you remember you have to like oh. run over to it and set it, then like run around, and Nemesis doesn't look like Nemesis. He's done the old Resident Evil thing where he looks like New a big blob monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no. Oh, yes, I do. He turns some weird big dog thing. No, <sighs> more just a slab. That okay. kind of crawls along and shit. Mm. Got like big arms. Or something like yeah. that. And yeah, then yeah, there's like that. a laser you have to set. And when you press the button, it's got a timer. Then you yeah. have to kind of run around and dodge him for a bit until it goes off twice. Yeah, Code Veronica, I don't remember that well. Don't remember hardly any about that. Don't you fight, you fight Matrix Wesker at the end of number two, uh, four, don't you? Four. What, four? Yeah. I don't think so. Don't you fight, I'm sure Matrix Wesker's like the final boss where he's zipping and zooming around everywhere. Mm, not sure. I don't think yeah. he, he, I didn't think four had much ties to. Or maybe that's Classic. early. No, Wesker's definitely Do you in mean it. five? No, no, four. Wesker's definitely in four. That's where they kind of change his look to the whole leather jacket and sunglasses thing. Can't even remember. Yeah. I don't really like four. I know everyone loves four. Five, you fight mutated Wesker in a volcano. Yeah. That's where it gets really stupid. Punch of rock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it. No, punch, time, for, yeah. no <laughs> time for Resident Evil 5. <laughs> Six, I've never played. Someone yeah. edited, you know, there's like a thousand mods of Resident Evil 2 remake. Yes, uh, yeah. The, the, like, change the skin of what it, what's it called? The type, what do we call it? What are we calling him, Resident Evil 2? Mr. X. Oh, Mr. X, yeah, yeah. They've modded the skin of it. Like One of them has modded it to the big, muscly Chris Redfield from Five. <laughs> <laughs> Stalking Leon. Oh, that's good. Yeah, um, yeah, Six I never played. Uh, and, yeah, Seven I didn't finish. So. Oh, I really like Seven. Mm. I might play through Seven again. Might be worth it. Remind yourself before yeah. Eight or Village. Might get it on PC, but it's one of those games that looks great mm. on PC on Perk. Did they ever put the VR mode into the PC version, or is that still PlayStation exclusive? Not sure. Mm. Yeah. Imagine that. Nah, I don't really want to play that in VR. No? No, it might make me feel not good. Why about getting virtual PTSD? Yes. Yeah. A little bit, yes. <laughs> it's not a nice place to be, that game. Uh, I played a little bit of it in VR. It was, it was, it was immersive. Do you know what? Uh, just, it was just, just a bit pixely on PlayStation. Just, oof, oof. Everything's dirty and meat everywhere. <laughs> Not a nice place to be. Yeah, I mean, I haven't confirmed a VR mode for seven, uh, four, eight, right? And uh, given that, given that, I don't think that you can use, you can't use the VR natively in PlayStation Five games. So I guess not. I mean, but, but it is cross-gen, so there's a PS4 version coming out. So hmm, never know. Yeah, so obviously that is the medium. It's uh, I, I would say if you've got Game Pass, give it a go. If, if you've not, got Game Pass, why haven't you already? Yeah, yeah. If you've got Game Pass, <laughs> give it a go. I mean, it's it's, it's a fun eight hours. You know, I don't think you regret your time spent with it. No, I already like mm. it a bit by default because it's yeah. a single player horror psychological yeah, thriller story sort of based game. game. It's, it's not the most amazing game in the world, but it's got some interesting ideas. It definitely what well, is 
is worth being experienced. If you don't have Game Pass, I would say probably wait for it to drop to like 20 quid or so. Which won't take long with a game like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so at all. No. Um, and if you've not got an Xbox or PC, then you're out of luck, I guess. Like, go, go and play something else like Miles Morales. You know, enjoy. Right, you're probably catching up on Man Eater from last month. Yeah, enjoy your enjoy your exclusives. You know, yeah, play play your Control Ultimate Edition if, if you hadn't already bought it. <laughs> so yeah, so that's uh, I think uh, probably the one thing worth talking about. But I do need to do an editorial here and correct my the record on my rating of a game from one of our early episodes. Did, did that make it into an episode, or was that just one of our early sort of I don't think you talked about it much, because you didn't play it very much. Yeah. And that is Star Wars New Jedi Order. Fallen which... Order. Oh. You always call it New Order. It's Fallen Order. Oh, so I must be It doesn't thinking... really make a difference. Must be I think Jedi New Order is something else. New Jedi New Order? Order? New Jedi Order? I oh, I like that story. Yeah, no, thing. that's that series of books, isn't it? Yeah, After the original trilogy, but it's no longer... And that's the, the one with the use on Vong on my Chewbacca. I can't does. even remember what it's called anymore. Did I fall? Fallen Order? Fallen Order? Yeah, it might be Fallen Order. Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. There we go. Has it got two colons? No. It's okay. just it's called Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I wonder if there are any races in Star Wars. You know, just so you don't get confused with the other Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> the other Jedi games that come out that aren't Star Wars. How many street races in Star Wars do you reckon there are that do have two colons, though? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I I tried playing Fallen Order on PlayStation Pro last year, uh, around the time we started the podcast, and it didn't click with me at all at the time. Um, I just didn't get on with it. I just don't, I didn't like the kind of Soulsborne sort of mechanics. Didn't click with the combat and gave up pretty quickly. However, it's now on EA Play, which is included as part of Game Pass, and it's also had a next-generation patch, which pushes it up to 1440-60. This time around, I thought I'd give it another go, because obviously, you know, I was on a positive Star Wars trip after the end of Mandalorian 2. So, yeah, and this time it has really clicked, and I've, yeah, played a fair chunk of it over the last few uh, day, days, last week, I guess. And yeah, I've uh, played a few planets. I've done the first temple, and I've been to Kaishik. Kaishik? Kishik? Kishik. Kaishik. I don't speak Wookiee. Like, <laughs> come on. So, I think uh, you'll find it's actually pronounced. Oh! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, so I've been to, done a bit on Kashik, which is quite fun. Like, the older, weird Kashikian giant spiders. So, yes, I think I remember that. Yeah. I remember Kashik being very maze like. I've done a bit on Kashyyyk where I assume there's other bits you can go back to and unlock um, more chunks of the planet because I've only done a bit where you go to the Imperial Refinery so far and free the Wookiees. Last time I freed my Wookiee, I got arrested. Fair. Mm. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, we have to go free, yeah, free the Wookiees from the Imperial Prison. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's quite fun. Once the combat clicks, and I don't, I think it is the being in 60 that's that's helped with the combat for me. It helps a yeah. big, big plus for games like that. Yeah, because I, I, the parry system is a lot more more accessible. I'm hitting the parries a lot more, I've noticed, with the, uh, in, the enhanced uh, like frame rate. So, but yeah, again, so I, if you listen, if, if for some dumb reason you took my advice as gospel the first time around, then yeah, I, uh, go, and, go and give it another try. Especially if you've got Game Pass, because it's yeah. already included. It's like, but yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm liking... The, the plot is interesting enough. Although it gets I'm, better. Although I'm kind of convinced that that woman who I'm working with is going to turn out to be evil at some point. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't spoil this one for me. I, just, I don't know, I've got a feeling. <laughs> it's written better than you give it credit for. Okay, okay. Hmm. 
I think that's a lot of people's reaction when they get towards the end. Okay, interesting. But yeah, I'd say it's definitely a good entry to the Star Wars universe. It's nice to see all By those, default, really. Yeah, it's nice to see all those kind of planets that you've been to in other games or seen on the films kind of rendered in like quite high-end graphics. Um, I don't know, was, was Zepho on in any of the films? Or no, other games? I don't think is so. That, that, that's invented. That. Well, uh, maybe. I yeah, don't really know. It might be there somewhere. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Maybe someone's be... going to shout out about it. Or oh, it could be like Typhon, which was in the old canon, but it's been completely changed in the new canon. Like, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, so I'd uh, just like to set the record straight on that. I was wrong. I'm willing to admit that. I know a lot of people who cover games these days aren't willing to admit that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was wrong. And yeah, go and play Jedi Fallen Order. Not Or, or go and read the Jedi New Order books if, if you'd prefer to. Yeah. They're, they're probably all right as well. <laughs> What we can be sure of is that they're not... Do something with order in the yeah. title. What you shouldn't do is watch Rise of Skywalker. Don't no. do that. Don't do that. No, maybe watch Force Awakens. Yeah, well, watch Force Awakens and then just imagine what you want to happen in the next two films. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just, just imagine like, and then and then just act as if The Mandalorian was the next thing Probably to come out. Probably watch Rogue One as well. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Rogue That's One. It's all yeah. right. Yeah. Not great. Again, put it up to the rest of them. It's probably yeah. It's one, it was a film when it came out. I was like, that was pretty good. I wonder what they're going to do next. And then you saw what they did next, and like, oh. I've got to say, <laughs> when I watched rewatched Rogue One, it dragged. It's a long film. It doesn't need to be that long. Mm-hmm. But when I first, so yeah, yeah, it's fine. One thing I noticed is is that meant to be Forrest Whitaker's character from Rogue One yeah. in yeah. Fallen Order? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sol yeah. Guerrera. Yeah, I never remember Star Wars names because they're stupid. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is him. Right, yeah, I was trying to work it out when he was sick because I know he's got the old eye like Forrest Whitaker has, but <laughs> yeah. But okay, that's interesting then, yeah. Because I didn't realise apparently someone pointed out in, you know, in the last season of Mandalorian, the episode with Bill Burr where he's he's chatting to that other Imperial guy and you're talking about some battle that they both fought in. Yeah, yeah. Apparently that battle that they're talking about is one of the ones from Battlefield 2. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not really ashamed at all that I missed that. No, neither am I. But it's <laughs> it's interesting that they are building in the computer games as part of the uh, the kind of overall story. Wait, what Battlefront two are we talking about? The new Battlefront. Oh yeah, doubly so then. Yeah, God, I can't remember that. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, so that's yeah, that's what I've been playing over the last few weeks. Um, I've got a couple. You got a couple? What, we got talk? A couple. Yeah. what do you want to talk about? I've got a couple. I've got, um, first, first of all, the one, I haven't got a lot of notes about any of them because I've only played them a bit, but Immortals I've given, few hours I'd say, three or four, five. So that is a game like. I'm interested in getting a go. And you a go will at. probably like it, mm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you like Breath of the Wild. I did like Breath of the Wild. It's so much like Breath of the Wild that you have to say to someone, if you like Breath of the Wild, you'd probably like this. Okay. Yeah, well, it's definitely on my radar. It's a, it's a game. I, I should have picked it up when it was going for like 30 quid on Xbox. It's gone back up in price It's not now, really but... anything like what I... I mean, I haven't really kept... I just see some trailers and think, ah, it looks a bit, you know, twee and mm-hmm. kiddie. Yeah, it looks, yeah. It, but it looks great. In practice, the graphics are really nice. Yeah, I like that kind of stylization. Yeah, 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 big time. It's smooth. No one's motion captured. Okay. So it's that kind of old... It feels like a Pixar film. Okay, that's interesting. Which is a good thing. Mm. Not always a good thing. Well, I think it's, it's based on the or the uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey engine, right? I believe. Yeah, I don't think you'd be able to tell that. Okay. It, it yeah. doesn't look anything like it. Mm. Everything's oh. kind of matte. Mm. Nothing's as highly textured. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks just, like yeah. Breath of the Wild, kind of. Okay. Oh, but so, obviously much higher definition. Yeah, as, as the combat in it, is it... Combat Because like, that was really satisfying in Breath of the Wild. Similar. Getting like the perfect dodge. And it's then... the same. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Same dodge mechanic. Okay. Same uh, sort of snappy combat. You've got every enemy's got a stun meter that you hit with a hard attack. It's got a okay. normal health Do meter. Do we? Does it have the weapon system? No. Okay. 
Oh, there are tons of weapons to pick mm. up, but none of them break. Oh, okay, I, yeah, I, I quite like that in Breath of the Wild because it stopped me from finding one weapon and just sticking with that the whole game. I, I mean, I'm not even that far into it. I found a ton of weapons and armor, and they've all got different things that they do. I'm okay. just switching it about. So it's more RPG then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, kind of. I think you don't find random armor. Every bit is in a bit in a place where you're supposed to find it, and it's a it's got a name and a look. If you know what I mean? It's not yeah, just like an enemy will drop a random piece of armor. Oh, okay, okay. But there is a lot. Like okay. a lot of it. I must I must already have found eight, nine pieces of armor, handful of swords and axes, bows. Yeah. Well, I think Good. I did definitely picked that up to scratch the old Breath of the Wild itch until the actual second Breath of the Wild comes out. Because um, I played a bit of that Geshin Impact and it didn't really. like. <laughs> it's got your favourite floaty mechanic. Yeah. And only you don't have a glider, you have literal wings. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, very nice. I was wanting some wings. You can't. I can't fly though. You can only glide. Yeah, yeah, that is a bit a bit naff. It's the same thing though. It's the same as Breath of the Wild. You you glide to get to places, and as you're gliding, your stamina drops slowly. I always wonder why Nintendo don't do something similar with Kid Icarus. He's got. Wings. It reminds me of that a lot, and I've really? never I've never played Kid Icarus. <laughs> I just mean aesthetically. Yeah, well, there's only been like three Kid Icarus games, right? There was like two on the NES, and then well, you're like you got one on the DS. You got your little. It's all the Greek god aesthetic, and you've got your wings, and you're flying around and doing stuff that's what reminds me of it I don't, I've never played Kid Icarus so. yeah the only other two I've really been playing I chucked on God of War quickly because it's got it's nice new chunky patch yeah it's like like uh, new uh, Fallen Order it looks <laughs> so Order. good it looks yeah. so good I remember it looking great at the time it, do, it yeah. did and it's now it's like rock solid 60 4k yeah Oof. that does sound great yeah I would say put that up against any next gen game and it still looks yeah, but that's like kind of like what Ge- Gears is like as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Ge- Gears so. looks phenomenal, only on the new systems. And um, Hitman Three. Don't want to talk about Hitman Three very much though, because it's not really my sort of game. No, well, we'll come back to that once you've played a bit more, because then you can. I mean, there's a couple of games that I what I will talk about once I've played a bit more. But yeah, we are back. We are hoping to be more present, hopefully. Mm. So yeah. Good. So that is this week's final save points. As per usual, you can follow me at Final Save on Twitter. I am at Save Point Ben. Had to think then for a moment. Yeah, yeah, we haven't said it in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, or you can email me at FinalSaveMark at gmail.com if you've got anything, any kind of like leaks or anything you want to share with us. You know, come on, turn us into the next Jason Schreier. <laughs> Not like whingy and nasal, but you know that we get. I still think if they're going to do it, they'll just DM you. Isn't that how it works? I don't know. You could make more easily track that way, right? I mean, I've had offers of game things and shout-outs and things. Has anyone offered you the source code for Cyberpunk yet? Yes. Oh, since that got I mean, we didn't even mention that I in didn't the want news it. section. I didn't want it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got the compiled code. The that, that was bad enough. Like, yeah, I yeah. don't want the source code as well. Like. I don't want it. <laughs> um... Yeah, so anything else you want to add for this week? I cannot think of anything. No, so uh, shall we bid, bid, them, bid the audience yes. adieu? Yes. Okay, everybody, do. have a lovely week. Stay safe out there with life as it is at the minute, and we shall speak to you as soon as we can. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.